Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Hello, hello, my CEOs, and welcome to another episode of She's Doing Big Things. So I want to give a shout out right off the bat to a really special listener who took time out of her day to leave a quick review. So Te-Lexasaurus, T-E-H, Lexasaurus, I'm wondering, are you from Lexington, Kentucky? I don't know if my listeners out there all know, but I lived there for 16 years. And for some reason, this is bringing up like you might be from Lexington or maybe your name is Lexi. So either way, whoever you are, Te-Lexasaurus, I want to thank you so much for this review. She says, or he says, Alicia's podcast episodes are packed full of so much value. She puts out so much actionable and inspirational content. If you are an entrepreneur in the online space or if you're thinking about it, I totally recommend this podcast. I always look forward to the new episodes. So thank you, Tay Alexasaurus. I so appreciate that. And you are now entered to win $25 in the month of February. Whoop, whoop. Congratulations to you. All right, y'all. So let's dive into this episode entitled, Are You the Next Big Thing? So I am actually in Boise, Idaho right now, and I'm sitting in a little Airbnb in downtown Boise. It's the cutest little thing. It's historic. It's got all of the charming character that you would expect and ask for. And there are actually men working on the premises right now, and so they're making a lot of noise. So I'm really trying to uh, record this for you all as quietly as possible. I'm using my headphones. And so here is the unexpected world of an entrepreneur all the time, right? There's always something new, something to overcome, and something to grow from. So we are going to zoom on through this episode. And if you hear any background noise, we're just going to call this the imperfectionist episode that is life. So here we go. I was sitting in the busy airport the other day in Seattle, watching all of the men and women and children and dogs strut by, all like literally going to different places and destinations for, I assume, to be very different reasons, whatever their reasons were, right? And I couldn't help but wonder why the ones who chose, like they weren't on a plane for work or being told they needed to go or weren't being forced by circumstances to be traveling on this day, why did they choose to go where they're going? Why that place? Why that destination? Why did they choose that plane ticket, right? And it hit me that traveling is so much like building your online business. The beginning stages are often like staring at your empty computer screen just staring at it. You know you're meant for something. You know you're meant for more. You know that there are far off places that you really want to explore. You know that there is an adventure out there to be had, but you're not sure maybe what the next steps are. 
So then you look inside, you look internally and you think to yourself, so what do I want to do with this destination? And then maybe you think to yourself, okay, so what makes me happy and what leaves me feeling fulfilled as you build out your itinerary? And maybe you even ask, what do I want to learn or how can I expand my knowledge with this journey? And often you will also ask yourself, what do I want to see or do or experience along the way? And I really think that this is part of the process of building a business as well as any journey. These are all questions you'll want to ask yourself in all places your mind should and probably will wander to. But I want to speak to the woman in the airport who's charging forward with that look of determination and dedication to her ending location. Like she's Johnny on the spot. She knows exactly where she's going. She is on it. So though she knows not what she'll encounter there, she doesn't know who she'll meet there or what she'll do every step of the way or even the moment she lands, what it will look like. She still knows she's meant for this journey. She bought the ticket knowing herself, knowing what she wants, knowing her needs, knowing what fills her up and knowing that she was meant for this. She didn't buy the ticket knowing every step she would take to navigate the airport or her seat number or who she would meet in the Starbucks line as she fuels up for the flight or who would greet her upon landing or who would be at the parks she would visit or if she would even make it to said parks. But she knew this trip was meant for her and she for it. So she walks with incredible confidence. And this confidence literally draws the gaze of every silent and still onlooker, right? Like they're magnetized to her. They're so curious about her. They want to know why she looks so empowered because the majority of people don't feel that on a regular basis because they are not making the choice to embark on the journey. They have decided that it was chosen for them and they have disempowered the walk, the stance, the movement forward through life, through the journey, through the next step, the next level. So this confidence, they sit and they wonder and they worry and they have so much strife with their next step because they don't feel like they chose it where she moves with power and she moves with confidence and she moves with the assuredness that even though she's not choosing exactly what to do the moment she lands, she chose the starting line. She knows that this is her decision. She moves knowing that she was meant for big things, that the feeling she's meant for is more than the cubicle she left behind, at least for this time being. And that feeling, that drives her. You see, the most important part of the journey isn't the steps that you take on autopilot from one stop to the next, one foot in front of the other, A to B, B to A. The biggest and most important part is the decision that you were meant for more. The decision that you actually can do big things. The determination and the self-assigned confidence that you are the next big thing. Whatever that means. What's your definition? What does it look like for you? Creating the vision of that is the biggest step. It's the first step. It's the next step from where you start. Because it's from that place and space that you can actually start to take action as that woman. The one who has escaped the monotony, 
the one who veered off from the path to mediocrity, the one who decided to go for it, felt led to do it, feels pulled to keep going, and who takes action as the woman who can, but more so who will. So I often think to myself, these are the words that I literally recite in my head, I am the next big thing. I am the next notable coach. I am a woman who will stand on stages, who will impact so many, and whose influence spreads wider than my little four-foot arms. This doesn't come from a place of arrogance, trust me. If you knew the levels of insecurity that I have overcome, you would know that there was never an intention toward arrogance in my life. But it actually stemmed from a place of fear, if I'm really honest with you and with myself, and I'm loving with myself and I'm graceful with myself, I can open to say this came from fear. And it's actually where all of us begin any journey, the acknowledgement of the unknown. So for some people, this is going to look like excitement. And for other people, this is going to look like nervousness, which can also correlate to fear, right? So what's funny is that the body can't differentiate between the two. Excitement elicits the same hormonal reaction as nervousness. So you actually can decide which is which by creating a thought of which is which. So if you decide to yourself, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, regardless of how nervously cold sweating you are, then it actually is exciting. And your brain will start to correlate that feeling and that response with excitement versus nervousness. Now, let's talk about actual past experiences versus what we can do going forward. Because for some of us, the acknowledgement of the unknown greatly resembles something like Disneyland. That you know that there are so many fun activities accompanied by adrenaline-inducing roller coaster rides on the other side of that gate, right? There are people who see that as the most exciting place that you could possibly be sitting. Outside the gates of Disneyland, otherwise known as the journey into the unknown. Now, if you're anything like me and you have a high need for certainty, this unknown place, this gate, this starting line may look like the house of horrors, (laughs) where scary shit is threatening to kill you at every corner and taking another step forward can literally mean certain death. And your brain is telling you that because you are deciding that the thoughts that you're having and the feelings that you are creating are nervousness or fear. When in reality, you can change that thought or... You can come to terms with your fear. So in knowing this, I've come to realize my need for certainty and I've come to rationalize with my fears. Yeah, like legit, I have full-on conversations with them that go something like this. So, okay, dear. So I understand that you are an important part of my innate being. I get it. You keep me safe from actual harm. Like, don't put your hand on that burner, Alicia. That's hot. So in this moment, I'm going to need you to let me take the wheel unless we're actually going to die, and then I'll totally let you override my steering wheel. Okay, fear? Fear nods, right? Now, certainty is going to pull you sometimes. 
and it's going to tell you that you need to hop a piggyback ride and the two of you need to pig pile on top of rationalization and pin it down so y'all can save the human you inhabit, okay? Now, I know this, and I love you all, but this is a piggyback-free zone, and there will be no pig piles here. Hear me. We don't play those games. We have big things to do, and we're going to be focused, and we're going to acknowledge each other, and we're going to create space for each other, and we're going to move forward together in parallel. Okay, fear? Okay. And so we chat and I move forward with fear and next to fear and we leave certainty behind, right? Because this is a piggyback free zone. There are no pig piles. We do not need fear to override certainty. We can just leave certainty out of the picture and walk with fear. Because here's the other part of that convo. Certainty. I know you have a desire to create a reality where things all go well and right and nothing bad ever happens because you and fear have this tag team approach to my safety. But I only have room for two in my car with all of my other baggage and I got some baggage. So I have decided to take fear with me because he has an actual function in my survival and I'm also taking faith with me because she's really helpful. And with the two of them, I know that we can navigate this and we can get to where we've decided to go. So certainty, as much as I want you, as much as I love you, and I really wish that you could steer this whole damn thing because I feel like that would be way easier. I also know that you don't really exist. You are a figment of my perfectionist imagination that doesn't trust her own ability to navigate the next step in parallel to fear and arm in arm with faith. So because you don't exist, there isn't really a need for you. Faith and fear are taking up space and I've become friends with them both and so they are going to get in the car with me. Certainty, I'm going to leave you behind. I so appreciate the dealings that we've had together. So as I've come to know in my 36 years, you plan and the universe laughs, right? Because so often when you plan arm in arm with fear while driven by certainty, the universe will remind you who's actually in charge and throw mounds of distraction and roadblocks and detours out there so that you are put back in your place in line with the universal order that says you follow me. But now, when you lock arms with faith and you disregard certainty, allowing the universe to be your guide versus the figment of certainty, you will see a manifestation of that which you actually wanted to happen because faith works with the universe and not against it. It's a balance. It's a dance. It's like a do-si-do with faith and fear and certainty. And oftentimes, certainty is outside of the ring because we have to choose that. I've seen this so many times with so many women who are feeling the pull to book the ticket, take the journey into the places and spaces that they're being led to. They're ready to build the business. They believe that they're meant for more. I see this because so many women know and they feel it. They know that there's a life beyond the confines of certainty and settling and the monotony of the known daily experience. They truly believe that the 9 to 5, the 401k, the health insurance, and the white picket fence creates a certainty in their existence. So what happens when you're fired 
or the 401k stops getting matched, or the 401k doesn't cover your expenses when you're retired, or the insurance company changes their policy and and puts it 20 pages deep into the booklet they send out yearly and you find out you're not even covered for XYZ when a car crashes into your white picket fence, right? So many of us place certainty into the center of our lives, even though we know that there's so much beyond it because we believe that certainty protects us. When in reality, there is no such thing as certainty. But fear creates a greater need to build this imaginary barricade around a person who, if she decided to hold the hand of faith instead, would find a life that is beyond her initial imagination. Because the road to that life, it looks like the gates of Disney. It looks amazing. And then you find another realm of it, another ride, another park. It just keeps going. And there's always something more, something new to do or try or to explore. But the only way to truly experience it all is to acknowledge that you deserve it in the first place. And then secondly, to acknowledge that fear is going to be along for the ride but that it can also take a back seat to faith. Put faith up front in the bucket seat with you, lock arms, but give a pep talk to fear in that back seat and let them know that you, in fact, are the next big thing and you are in the driver's seat of your life. You do not need to become fearless. You simply need to become friends with the fear that is going to be alongside you for life. So my dear CEOs, some of you out there are going to become the next big names in your industry. I know it. I feel it for you. Some of you are going to make friends with fear and lock arms with faith. And some of you are going to move forward with space for both. And it's going to be the most beautiful and spectacular journey you've ever been on. Some of you out there are really going to do it. And some of you are not. And some of you are really going to hold on to that sense of certainty. And it's going to be the one barricade between you and being the next big thing that you are so freaking capable of. But for those of you who are going to do it, who are going to create space, who are going to live with fear and lock arms with faith, I cannot wait to see you at the top. I cannot wait to shake your hand. I cannot wait to know you and to stand alongside you, creating waves of impact for days and weeks and months and decades and generations to come. So with that, I would love to know who my doers are out there listening. I would love for it to be you. And I would love it if you would go to the platform you're listening on, leave a comment or review. Because if you're in, if you're the next big thing, I want you to tell me what you're going to do and set the intention now. Step forward with fear, lock arms with faith and tell me what you are meant for. So with that, My darlings, my dears, my CEOs, my next big things. Go out into the world. Go bigger. Face fear with open arms. Place faith in the pilot seat. Do the dang thing so you can make bank. Be the biggest version of you and live so much freaking freer. I love you all until next week. Talk to you then. 
What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.